Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Good Judgment Podcast. The episode notes for this incredibly entertaining and informative episode that you are about to consume are available at goodjudgepod.com. That's goodjudgepod.com. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of the Good Judgment Podcast. I'm Wade Patchett. And I'm Tane Kell. All right, Wade, let's just start it off. Go ahead. Make your disclaimer. So... I don't know how to say this and not offend, but sometimes Tane comes up with ideas. Some of them are awesome. Some of them are out there, you know. I mean, really, really out there. And hey, some of all, our friends we all remember in, the uh, we remember the Elmo judicial writing episode. <laughs> and sometimes I just don't know what to say. I'm literally speechless. Wait, do not hate on me for my creative genius. <laughs> so today is another one of those days. Um, my disclaimer is. This is all tank. If you like it, feel free to praise him. If you hate it, it's all tank. That is right, Wade. So today we're going to discuss the canons of judicial ethics. But, you know, I mean, that can get really boring sometimes. So I have taken it upon myself to take the judicial canons in their entirety, paragraph by paragraph, subsection by subsection, and put them into, wait for it, poetry. Are you going to read this like Elmo? Uh, No, no. I'm going to read it just like it should be read because it is not just poetry, but... It is Seussian? Dr. Seuss poetry? Yeah, Dr. Seuss poetry. That's exactly right, Wade. And so... I just think the only way to go about this is to just jump right into it. So without further ado... This is the deep end. We are in the deep end now. Without further ado, I present to you, for your edification and hopefully your entertainment, Oh, the places you'll hopefully never go. The Canons of Judicial Ethics uh, by Tane Kell. Apologies to Dr. Seuss right at the beginning. So here we go. Congratulations. Today is your day. You're judging for real, so let's not delay. You have brains in your head and a robe on your back and some ethical canons to keep you on track. You're out on the on your own and you know what is what? All right, Juris Doctor, let's see what you've got. Canon 1 is a primary canon, you know. It instructs you some places you just shouldn't go. Comply with the law. That's a good place to start, so remember, be sure to take it to heart. Promote public confidence. Earn their respect. That's surely a canon not to neglect. Respect the prestige of the office you hold. It's a wonderful rule not to be bought or sold. This is your editor. This is the point at which Wade insists on coming in (laughs) and doing something dry to explain my art. So So, go ahead, Wade. So in this outline, in this outline, which you can find at goodjudgepot.com word, um, the code of judicial conduct is there. And so, for example, he just talked about Canon one, Canon one judges shall uphold the independence, integrity and impartiality of the judiciary and shall avoid a impropriety and the appearance of impropriety in all of their actions. If you go down now, rule 1.1, I know, right? Complying with the law. Rule 1.2, promoting public confidence in the judiciary. Then finally, 1.3, respecting the prestige of the judiciary, as Tane called it. 
with without further ado, back to your entertainment. Oh, thank you, man. Wake up, everybody. We're going back to the poetry. All right. <clears throat> canon two is a canon, much like the first. If you miss it, you'll sure take a turn for the worst. Make your job number one on your priority list. Be impartial and fair and never be missed. Bias and prejudice, leave them behind. Harassment? Are you out of your judicial mind? You're outside the office should not interfere with any or all of the cases you'll hear. Get your admin stuff done, help it all stay on track, or you surely might lose that black robe off your back. Everyone should be heard and get your stuff done. Remember your job is priority one. Your brains are your biggest judicial tool. Stop hemming and hawing. Remember, just rule. Keep your courtroom in order. Bang the gavel if you must, but always be courteous, civil, and just. Give a listening ear to each lawyer and party, but don't ever allow them to call you ex parte. <laughs> That's a stretch. <laughs> Sometimes you got to stretch the rhymes, man. <clears throat> when you speak to the public, you should never go near any cases or matters that you will or might hear. If it's pending in your court, you better clam up. Better stay silent. Keep your big trap door shut. If you're related to a party to the third degree or your personal knowledge could cloud how you see, just recuse from the case and pretend you don't care so the public will know you're impartial and fair. Keep your courthouse staff honest and under control. Understand they must mimic your judicial role. An appointment you make is important, so save it for non-family members and never play favorite. If someone's impaired, either lawyers or judge, you should say something quickly by giving them nudges. If they're conducting themselves inappropriately, address to the right state authority. All right, Wade, intrude. Go ahead. Canon two of your canons of judicial conduct suggests judges shall perform the duties of judicial office impartially, competently, and diligently. So if you go through the individual rules, all of the things that Tain said are there. And rather than go through them and delay the next stanza of, of, this, of this presentation, <laughs> I'm just going to back on out, make sure, you know, just, just back on out, flip off the lights, and turn the, the spotlight back on your man, Tain Kill. Folks, we'll be right back after this pause for station identification. Folks, this is Wade and Tane. You're listening to the Good Judgment Podcast on the World Wide Web or wherever else you listen to these things. As always, you can find outlines for these podcast episodes as well as any supplemental materials on our website, which is goodjudgepod.com. We'd love to have your feedback about the podcast, and we get that at our email, goodjudgepod at gmail.com. We're always looking for suggested podcast topics. Please feel free to submit your suggestions to us at goodjudgepod at gmail.com. Operators are standing by. And remember, if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to like us and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. 
and tell your friends. It's how we get to grow our listenership. Thanks. And now back to our studio audience. Tang, you can proceed. Sometimes, Wade, if you explain art too much, it, it really crushes the genius. So uh, anyway, <clears throat> I got to tell you, this is impressive. <laughs> did you write all this? I did. I did. <laughs> all right. One afternoon when I was clearly in a mood. So Are you anyway, drinking? <laughs> no, it was at work that day. And I was I had a presentation to do on judicial canons and I wanted to make it more interesting. So this is what happened. OK, cool. So anyway, all right. Back back to the point. <clears throat> and now we move to canon number three on extrajudicial activity. Don't do anything in your personal life that would serve to cause you judicial strife. You are free to engage in activities, but consider their look in the public eye, please. You may testify before government on the law, but not on the character of your brother-in-law. Your appointments you limit to stuff law-related unless you are sure fairness can't be debated. Don't use information you receive in your robe for anything not a part of your job, Joe, job. Anyway, um, <clears throat> invidious discrimination, you know, is a non-starter, a certain no-go. So don't be a member of a private club or organization that gives folks the snub. Participation in law stuff is wise if the organization won't you compromise. Schools, civics, religions, and charities rock, but you cannot raise funds on or off the clock. No fiduciary duties except for estates. If it might come before you, don't participate. Arbitration, mediation are just not okay unless you're a senior then ADR all day. You can't practice law. It's as simple as that. No ifs, ands, or buts. So get that rule down pat. Do not do business with counsel, party, or other who might compromise you, your sister or brother. You can manage a business or have some investments as long as they won't prejudice any judgments. You can get compensation for things okayed by rule, but it can't be outrageous, so don't be a fool. You should not take a gift from someone before you, and if you take anything, always be sure to. Check with the rules, like Rule 3.13. If it's over $500, then report it all yearly. But if you but you can accept trips to law functions and bar related activities if they're on par. Of course, you'll receive awards that you've earned and prizes for contests where your job's not concerned. Expense reimbursement must be the real cost, or you might be real sad for the job that you've lost. There are annual reports for your just compensation and your campaign expenses, so enjoy the frustration. But there's a cheat sheet that's here attached at the end that will help you sort out that reporting, my friend. And so that is the end of his interpretive dance to Canon 3. Canon 3 in the Code of Judicial A lot of, of things Conflict. covered in Canon Yeah, it canon really three. is. Yeah is judges shall regulate their extrajudicial activities to minimize the risk of conflict with their judicial duties. And then, of course, all the rules between there that he was talking about, practice of law, arbitration, 
fiduciaries when you can and can't serve as an executor of a will for a family as opposed to a friend or a former client. Yeah, or be on a board of trustees all that, all or any of those there. kinds of things. Right. So, without further ado, we turn now to Canon 4. Back to the art. Imagine, if you will, someone <laughs> thinks this is the right way to explain Canon 4. So much easier to remember this way. You cannot believe, by the way, Tane and I cannot look at each other while he's reading this. Because if you only saw us both looking toward the wall as he's reading. So anyway. You can't, you can't interfere with art, Wade. You can't interfere with art. All right, here Cannon we go. Canon 4. Canon 4. So now Canon 4 on political stuff. So pay close attention, but it's really not tough. You can't join a party. You're nonpartisan now. That's a thing of the past. So don't have a cow. You have to campaign as an elected official but just keep it confined to all things judicial. You can't hold an office in an organization that has a political affiliation. So steer clear of political meetings and such, unless it's your special election year, judge. If you are a judge seeking higher position, recommendations are fine and committee communications. If you're campaigning for a non-judgy type gig, you have to resign and give up your wig. All the rules that apply to campaigning and the like apply to both judges and the wannabe type. So whether you're judges or just wannabe, commit Canon 4 to your memory. And that is Canon 4 that deals touches on all things political and the political activity of judges. Yeah, and, and I'll say, Wade, you and I get a lot of blowback for this when we're teaching this at, uh, oh at judicial God. conferences. Yeah. Look, 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 folks, it's a nonpartisan position you have now. you got to be nonpartisan. I know those people helped you get elected, perhaps, but they have to understand that now you've assumed a position where you can't participate in those things. And, and the people who get those positions say, hey, that's how I got the position. I did Republican or Democrat or whatever politics. That's right. That's fascinating. You can't do it no more. There we go. All right. Wade, we're coming in the home stretch here. Bringing it home. I'm bringing it home. A little bit bit more rhyming. Here we go. Well, that's all the canons and sections and rules and all of the hints and the sayings and tools. So be your name Paget, McBurney, or Kell, or Melton, or Stevens, or Brown, or Go Beale. Just turn to these rules to guide on your way. You're off to great places. Today is your day. Seriously, apologies to Dr. Seuss. I love you, man. Tane, I have to tell you. Yeah, man. I cannot imagine that came out of you from a blank screen or a blank piece of paper. <laughs> it or absolutely did. That's amazing. Um, Some of the subsections were more difficult than others. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, rhy- yeah. the rhymes didn't yeah. just come, but hey. Kel and Gobile? Look, it's I, I couldn't find anybody else around with Kel, and I had to put my own name in there. So anyway. That's funny. Yeah. All right. So, so anyway, <laughs> with that, um, that's our discussion yeah, on so, the canons of judicial ethics. So, folks, you've got a link uh, at the end of, of the outline, which you can find, of course, at goodjudgepod.com. There's a link to the canons of judicial ethics. It's really handy. So uh, this is something that hopefully you'll you know may, maybe want to keep in a handy position because, you know, that's kind of the first place to go before you go call the new head of the JQC. And whoever that might be, whoever that might be, and ask them for advisory opinions or whatever you might do. But hopefully, if you'll just commit this rhyme to memory, which I certainly advise everybody to do out there, 
first person that comes up and, and tells me that says this entire rhyme to me, I will buy you dinner. I promise you. Um, but, but, uh, oh, Lord. but uh, and, and all of the sub Our loyal uh, listener may start the quest. I, that's fine. I, I, they would deserve it if they, if they uh, did the whole thing, but folks, I, I, I commend all of these to you. I mean, these are things we don't look at often enough. That's one of the reasons we brought it up just to, as a reminder that, you know, these rules apply <laughs> from, from the first day you decide to run as a judge or be a judge uh, to the very last. I so. want to say something here though. Tate. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. We complain about these rules a lot. Sometimes these rules save us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. From, from being in such an awkward position. Absolutely. Yes, for all the times you can't support your buddy, that means you also can can refuse to attend the event for somebody else. It, you would be shocked how often these rules actually protect us. Oh, yeah. For all the inconveniences, by and large, they work. It's also saved me a lot of money over the years, Wade. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I'm Wade Padgett. And I'm Tane Kell. And I just got one more poem for you guys. Twas Brillig and the Slithy Toasted, Gyre and Gimble in the Wave, Old Mimsy, Where the Bora Grubs and Mom the Rouse Out Grave. Beware the Jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the Jub-Jub burden for Chun, the Fremius Bandersnatch. He took his warple sword in hand a long time, the Maxim foe he sought. So rested he by the Tum-Tum tree and stood a while and thought, and as an uffish thought he stood, the Jabberwock with eyes of flame came whiffling through the tugly wood and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through his vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He killed it dead and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the Jabberwock? Walk, come to my arms, my beamish boy. Oh, frab just day, Kalu clay. He chortled in his joy. Twas brillig in the slithy toast, a gyre and gimble in the wave, and old Mimsy wore the borer groves and mum the rats out great. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. What was that? It was Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll. Thank you for listening to the Good Judgment Podcast. We try our best to give you actionable information, but in a format that does not make you want to hurt yourself. Two thoughts. Some topics allow us the latitude to be a little bit more fun. Number two, if we've failed you, we will try to do our best to do better in the next episode. We know that you have lots of choices and we're honored that you chose us this time. We're kind of amazed to be totally honest. This podcast began as a project that was initially the brainchild of Doug Ashworth, the former director, the executive director of ICJE. Thanks and appreciation to Mr. Henneberger and the entire University of Georgia College of Law, my new part-time employer. Thanks to Mr. Stephen Turner and his company, Turner Up Media, who helped edit out some of our stupidity and awkwardness. But hey, nobody can get it all. Thanks to our unsung hero, Kevin Holder. You are instrumental in our podcast being published and made available to the public. We should have been singing your praises all along, but we didn't, so... Tane and I are eternally grateful to the Council of Superior Court Judges who allow us to lead new judge orientation for the Superior Court Judges all across Georgia. Wade and I are also grateful to the State Justice Institute who allow us to do this through their generosity. You know that these are our opinions and do not reflect the opinions of ICJE, SJI, CSCJ, the University of Georgia College of Law, or anyone else for that matter. Contact us at goodjudgepod at gmail.com for any praise. Contact someone else with your complaints. But seriously, we would love your feedback, both good and bad. Send any comments to goodjudgepod at gmail.com. Please visit our website, goodjudgepod.com, for all our episode outlines and more details about our podcasts. Some of you send emails asking for copies of the outlines. Seriously, people, they're available 24-7, 365 at the website goodjudgepod.com. And we say that like 20 times during every broadcast. 
but seriously, you can upload or download or otherwise use them as you wish and on your schedule and at your convenience. Once again, I'm Wade Padgett. And as always, I'm Tane Kell. Thanks for listening.